continue. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode nine of Raz Hockey. I am Trev. Episode nine. And with me, as always, is Bush. What's up, Gas free Bush? Bush right now. <laughs> he just said <laughs> gas free because before we started recording, I kind of let one rip and Bush heard it. I heard it through the <laughs> mic. Yeah, that was a good one. It was, a, it was definitely a one, one you want to... It was definitely one you want to save for the dressing room. Yeah. So volume control. Let the one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I let it rip before uh, going live. Not going live, but but uh, going before recording. Before recording. That's the yeah. word. But anyways, I totally lost concentration now. That's okay. Yeah. Welcome to episode nine. Today's a nice welcome. day. Everything's going good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Little bit of rain today. It was good. Good for the firefighters, but uh yeah. it didn't rain long enough though. No, not we nearly. need maybe a day or two of just straight rain just for everything to to help out oh, the firefighters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must be so, nice to have a campfire in the yard too, right? Yeah. I'm sure people I'm sure people in town are missing that. So you gotta do your rain dance to let it rain for a couple of days, Bush. Oh, see, I, I sometimes do that, but I, I bust into breakdance mode. <laughs> With I, your British knights and your uh, <laughs> away yeah, jeans. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then I put on Herbie Hancock. <laughs> old school. Bush found a pair of tearaway jeans, so Bush I, will be dead. He'll be purchasing a pair, and he'll... Uh, yeah modeling them with my with my white shoes we'll go live on that one facebook live <laughs> you gotta tear them away just to see <laughs> that i'll then i'll do the robot <laughs> uh, yeah okay guest for episode nine is mr shack morasti from barons river first nation but currently resides in sioux Falls, South Dakota. Whoa. I almost said never, soon. Never been there. I, I, I saw that. I had to go. Fall. <laughs> I've never been to Sioux Falls. I've, I've been to Grand there. Forks. I, I mean, uh, Grand Forks. Grand Forks, and then Fargo. Then you go south on that interstate. Oh. Then you hit, you'll hit uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Mm. So, yeah, Shaq was, uh, will be your guest. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Him and I played together and won one tournament. So, play keep playing tournaments with me, and you'll win those A sides. That's that's you know you're you're getting to be the Pat Maroon of uh, native native oh, niche tournaments. Oh, I'll take all that. You, all you all you do is win, no matter what. All I do is win. We should get some uh, get that song copywritten and just play that song in the background. <laughs> yeah, that rap song. Yeah. All you do is I don't know. <laughs> That's the worst rap beat ever. <laughs> Just squishing your spit in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We had some bad news last week with the horrible, sudden, horrible. sudden death of Ryan White, who was on episode number five. Ryan passed away and he was Ryan. Ryan, like there's so much yeah. good things you could say about him. Like, like once you were his friend, you were family to him, and he played a big part in sports in Treaty Three, like volleyball, hockey. 
So he was very well liked and he was loved by everyone. Mm-hmm. So we just want to send our thoughts and prayers to Prairie Rose, Brian, and Odie, his two kids, and the White family yep. in Whitefish Bay. So it was it was a tough week for Bush and I because Bush is related to him and I became really good friends. I be, I was close with Ryan. Mm. Uh, we worked together, so it, it was hard. Like I went, I was in the office today, and I it was still hard being in the office. So, but he would just say, "I'm okay," and just keep yeah. doing what you're doing, right? And then he he but he'd look at you with with that fucking shit eating grin, and <laughs> you know, and he yeah. just you couldn't hold a poker face against him. Oh no. But like, that was that was his poker face. So you just he just look at you. You'd, you'd crack, and you not you're welcome. You're and that's that's it was that was that's what he did to you. He just made you feel good. Yeah, I went. Yeah. I would go to Rye all the time for advice and tell him what's going on, and he would give me a serious answer. Then he'd crack a joke, and we'd all start <laughs> laughing and totally forget what we were just talking about. But. There's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> that's how he was though but yeah he'll mm-hmm. be missed for sure and just my thoughts and prayers to everyone who was friends with ryan all his family mm-hmm. yeah okay for uh we'll go with cuz of the week okay. cuz of the week for episode nine drum roll brothers they're brothers tannin and tason sutherland from oh. Cochrane, Ontario. We get, hello, of, hello. we get a lot of love from people from Cochrane. Yeah. So we do. Thanks, boys, for listening to the show. Their mom, Michelle, purchased sweaters for the boys. So oh, nice. They sent me a picture of them rocking the Res Hockey Podcast hoodies. Yeah. They're looking, they're looking fly. Mm-hmm. So thanks, boys. Thanks for the support. Keep listening and tell your friends. We should get sweatpants and leggings. Well, not me and you specifically, <laughs> but uh, but I can't wait. We should design okay. a pair of sweatpants and leggings for. Uh, I'll listen. wear the sweatpants. Oh, you wear the leggings. <laughs> I could wear the leggings for underneath hockey equipment, but no one would know what I'm wearing, though. Well, yeah, the guys, the guys in oh, the yeah. dressing room would know unless you go in the bathroom stall and change your pants. And well, that's where I would go, just so no one would see. Or I just face the wall and you know, <laughs> bare ass to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, leggings. I don't know. <laughs> well, our tank tops aren't doing too good, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Leggings you're right. would. I don't know. Well, it's just because because it's because it's almost leggings and uh, calf boot season. Half boots. Calf boots. You know all the oh, boots yeah. up. You know there was fall. Yeah, it usually comes after summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's something we should we should put a poll up on our Facebook page. Yeah. You wear leggings and sweatpants. You should it could be male or female leggings. We don't uh, we we don't discriminate. But I kind of don't want to see guys in leggings walking the street either. <laughs> just a preference. I just rather than not. <laughs> Okay, now we'll uh, go with shout-outs. Shout-outs. Do you have any for this week? Uh, I got uh, maybe one or two. My buddy, Joseph Conaby, he is 
from here and from Duluth right now. He's in Duluth. We haven't seen him in over a year and a half or so, but I'm proud to say that I was the first to serve him up a rye in water. Joseph, now he loves it. Now he, he looks forward to it. You got to get the right water. mixture. Really? Rye What's the mixture? 50-50? No, no. We got to do one ounce rye, but you pour it in after. You got to do lots of ice. You got to fill a cup of ice. No. Water up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Only you, one ounce. You don't just eyeball ounce. it and just. Well, you can eyeball it, but 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 for beginners, I do one ounce. There's a little bartending trick when I was in Bemidji. See what you do is you fill a cup of ice, do one ounce of water or one ounce of booze, and then the rest of water, and then you put yeah. a little tiny couple drops on the top of the top of the uh, on the liquid. So when you first taste it, you get that the first couple drops of booze. So so. If it tastes like you're getting a super good drink, but in actuality, you're not. You're not. It because you got that the first taste of booze right there. Yeah, settle down there, Mister Smart Serve. Little bartender's trick. Oh no, we yeah, but but in Bemidji in that time, '96 in Bemidji, it was uh, we were able to free pour. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, were you a bartender? I was a bartender. I was in the peanut room. Yeah, it was uh, it was out of the way. It was it was in a it was in the bottom part of the bar, but it was called a peanut room. They had a big, big tub vat of uh, peanuts, a big barrel, like, a, you know, those old, like, in the Western movies, those fucking yeah. those big barrels full of peanuts. You just scoop it in cement floor. You just put the, we said, just put the drop, put, put the shells on the ground. And then that was our cleanup. We just swept it up. Speaking of Bemidji, if you're listening, uh, Jay Zabzalka, a good friend of mine. No, I was supposed to go to barbecue at his house this summer, this summer, but I haven't seen him since the since the lockout. Well, the lockout. lockout. Whatever, what do you on straight? Call it. <laughs> the border crawl, whatever you want to call it. Bushes on lockout, guys. <laughs> Duluth. Duluth is one of my favorite cities. I love yep. Duluth. Duluth. I want to yep. go to Duluth once this border's open. But I was just watching CNN, and the states are getting the cases are rising up again. Yeah, yeah. Like Florida is getting like ten thousand cases a day. Doesn't so. surprise me. It's a conservative, conservative, conservative. They don't believe in the virus. They don't believe in vaccines and the freedoms. Blah 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 blah. That's my political point. Yeah, vote for Bush. Yeah, <laughs> not, not George Bush, but you know. Okay, I got two shoutouts. One. Uh, friend, friend of the show, Tom Fiddler, he wants to give a shout out to his buddy. You might know can him. We, can his we do that? He's called the Great One. Okay. Yes. He oh, wants, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to uh, give a shout out to Wayne Gretzky, the Great One. The Great One. So, Wayne, if you're listening, what's up, buddy? Hello, hello. So, the Great One. Yes, and we got a happy birthday wish. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. To Happy who, birthday to Gibson Okamau. He messaged and he said, "Can you give me a shout out?" So, and his birthday's on this Wednesday. So, happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday! Have some Gibsons for us on your birthday. Get it? Gibson. Gibson's finest. Gibson's finest. Gibson's finest. Sterling. Yeah. And we want to give a shout out to Monarch Advisory, Advisory. Group. Group. It's run and operated by Kyle Shagnall. This is for you young guys, you young junior players or girls that 
that if you want to go play junior hockey, make it to that next level, Kyle can help you. He has, he can contact teams and he has this thing on the internet where you could see your, like how many seconds your shifts are, where your goals are scored, where on the ice and where you're taking your shots. So it's a very uh, statistic. What is that the words? Come statistic? on. Keep going. Come on. That's, that's all I'm going to say. It's good for your stats. It's very detailed. Yes. You so, say detailed. <laughs> so if you want to get a hold of Kyle, he has a Facebook page, Monarch Advisory Group, to get a hold of him because, yeah, it's it, it's it will help you to get to that next step if you if you're not sure how to who to go to or how to go about it. Kyle will help. So shout out to those guys. Um, who did we have interview? Was it no? It wasn't Oxy. It was somebody else. I think it was the one before that. When I asked him about when we asked him about advice about getting seen, we're just giving you another advice. People, you young kids, you got don't be shy. Ask for help. They'll yeah, right. And Kyle has knows a lot of people in the hockey world. You know, scouts, college scouts, junior scouts. So he'll help you for sure to get to that next level. So. Give him a shout out and tell him that, uh, can you help me? And I'm sure he'll say yes. Oh, he, he'll help you. But you guys, you, you people, you, you guys have to ask. Yes. You can't, just, uh, you can't just go up to Trevor or me. Hey, do you think you can give me a hand? And can you ask him for me? And be like, oh, I don't know what to ask him. Do you know what to ask him? No. no. You have to ask him yourself. Letter. Email something, but you ask them, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Okay, now we'll uh, talk NHL draft. Did you watch the draft this weekend? No, but I got updates. Yeah. As soon as, well, I I kept scrolling through the updates in the first round. And when when I didn't see Connor's name, I just, ah, damn it. (laughs) There were four players who are First Nations MAT that got drafted. I'll go in order. Fourth round, 103rd overall with by San Jose Sharks, Gannon LaRock. He's an uh, Edmonton boy. Then we got 111th overall in the fourth round by Dallas. Our boy Friend Connor. Show, Connor, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Fourth round, 127th overall by Minnesota Wild, Josh Pilar. Not to be confused with the great Kevin Pilar. Yeah, and San Jose <laughs> Sharks drafted Max McHugh. Max is from Sudbury, so congratulations to all you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and enjoy it, and uh, good luck your rookie good camps luck. and your upcoming season. That's is there a combine for them this year? Like with the think, with restrictions and everything? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. Now, personally, I think that's a waste of time. Yeah, because look at the, I remember when Sam Bennett went to that combine, he mm-hmm. couldn't do, he couldn't lift himself up. He couldn't do chin ups. Like I don't, I don't understand what a fucking chin up has to do with how hard you can shoot or to, you know, how yeah. how hard you work in the corners. I I just don't understand that part, that aspect. But I guess they're testing your upper body strength for whatever reason. To, yeah, it's hard to judge because you're 17, 18 yeah. years old. You're not going to be fully matured compared uh-uh. to someone like your standards. So <laughs> you're right. 
so it's hard to judge. So you know, yeah, that is a waste. Like do you like do you take the guy that can do fifteen most... pushups versus five and yeah. find out find out that he's just fucking lazy at practice and doesn't want to do anything? You know what I mean? Like yeah. just I knew a guy that he played junior. He was an MVP of the, his league. He played in uh, most points. He went down to a camp in the ECHL. Couldn't do um, bench press, and he that totally messed up his confidence. Oh. He quit and he went home. Oh, jeez, yeah. See, yeah. that's uh... like, but he was super good. Good mm-hmm. hands, good skater, could fire that puck. It was just a, that confidence that just kind of messed him up, and he left. And then... Yeah, you see, you see, there's that right. They, you can't do a bench press then, and you see everybody nodding their heads, doing their fucking chuck point, and like, like what what goes on through a player's head when they see like people nodding their head and this. And then yeah, that's getting... totally just mind. Yeah, mind mush you. I just made up that word, mind mush. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it, good way totally. to use it though. Mind mush. Yeah, I know because I don't want to swear. I want to be a good boy. (laughs) Well, I did swear, I guess, right? So yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. So that totally does ruin your confidence, and especially when you're a rookie, just brand new to the team, and you got these older guys just busting your balls, and Mm -hmm. oh, look at him! He can't do a can't Can't do do bench press. Fucking bench press. What the? Who who are you? Like ah, that's just that combine. Some of it. What do you think about the Habs taking Logan Mayu with the thirty-first pick? Is that ballsy? That's uh, was that the right r- or wrong thing to do? Oh, I think like that's, the GM that, that, said he was the best player available. But oh no, uh, the old boys club. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like to me, that that just says that a professional team is just ignoring what he did. And what he did was pretty fucking horrible. No kidding. Like, but I think it was his like, agent and his pol- uh, family that probably advised him to say, "Okay, don't pick me. I'm gonna take my name out of the NHL draft." Yeah, yeah. But, you can sometimes you can tell they're groomed. The, their answers are groomed. Yeah, I yeah. But thumbs down to the Habs for picking mm-hmm. Logan. Double thumbs down from uh, you heard it. If you're a Habs fan, it's just that organization right there just made a horrible, horrible, horrible move after what they did a couple weeks ago, going to the final. They're like the Habs or the Canada's team. And then they do that. uh, See what they're doing. They're just enforcing the fact that they don't give a shit about women's rights. Well, women's like, they just kind of pisses me off. It irritates me to no end. They should have been like coyotes. Remember that one kid who got Mm. into trouble? Went to North Dakota. North Dakota dropped him, and Phoenix yeah. dropped him right after. Like, yeah, yeah. That's just stood their ground like that. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're not going to smear names, but you can just look it up if all you want. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, sign up for that movie part then? I sent my application. I sent four pictures of me, a <laughs> couple of uh, model pics before and after the beard, or... And a couple, two picks of me playing hockey. So I'm just waiting to hear from my agent. Powerhouse casting. And yes. Toronto is seeking indigenous hockey players for a national TV commercial. 
Our client is on a mission to change the game by making it more exclusive and diverse. Seeking indigenous hockey players ages 15 to 45. Hey, you just barely made, just barely made it, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and this is the kicker for you. All skills level from See? amateur to pro. There's, there's, there's hope. 4,600 bucks, man. I know. Today, nice. July 26th was the casting callbacks. August 3rd or 4th is wardrobe fitting. August 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, they shoot. Oh. Or one of those days. This is open to union or non-union folks. Huh. Yeah. Four pictures. What picture did you send? Well, you know, there's a couple there's a couple of headshots of me smiling and uh beard or no beard there's one with no beard when i was clean shaven so they gotta look they gotta look at the full the full steak and potatoes short there. hair or long hair short hair man is uh a couple weeks after i shaved the head no wait i'm looking up to me a couple months can't remember but i looked i looked respectable like not no fucking mullet sydney <laughs> daniels uh, former guest said she likes the mullet, so you got to keep the hair. I got to keep the flow be, in case yeah. our in case her dad ever comes on. We gotta we gotta have a mullet off. Ooh, a mullet, yeah, mullet off. Yeah, see, but you gotta slick your hair back like how he does it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, how would you like me uh, modeling? Uh, my hair is totally slicked back with the mullet. You remember that? Uh, Give us on, a like. That stuff on. Uh, coming Soul from glow. America. Coming to America? Yeah, you gotta put some of that. Soul glow. <laughs> put that in your hair and just sit back on your couch and just leave a big stain. <laughs> so hopefully, well, we're recording now. It's July 26th. So hopefully uh, Bush gets the call back. Yeah, I'm still waiting him. for my phone. Still waiting for my phone to ring. I wonder what kind of things they're going to make you do, like can you shoot bar down? Can you backwards skate? Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that should be interesting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Let us know right away if you get the call. Mm-hmm. That, should, that should be pretty sweet. Okay. Now we'll go to our interview with Mr. Shaquille Morasti. You ready? I am ready. Let's go. What's up, Res Hockey? For episode number nine, we are joined with our special guest, Shaq Morasti, who is from Winnipeg, Manitoba, but currently resides in beautiful South Dakota. What's up, Shaq? Hey, how's it going, Trev? Uh, it's good. Good. Thanks for having me on the show here today. And uh, actually currently residing, was you correct, currently residing in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls. What are you up to down there? Yeah, I'm actually uh, kind of had to hang up the skates, so I think, a year ago, kind of with everything that happened with COVID and um, the uncertainty and kind of whatnot. I kind of uh, <clears throat> coaching job fell, but kind of fell into my hands um, last summer when I was training down here in Sioux Falls. Um, kind of after COVID shut everything down, I um, came down here to, to Sioux Falls and was given an opportunity from one of the um, one of the other coaches within our power program. She she actually coaches the 16 
U team. Her name's um, Noelle Needham. She's a scout for the Chicago Steel. Used to work for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and um, she uh, kind of helped me get in there and, and get uh, get my coaching feet wet a little bit there. And then I ended up being I was coaching U15 and U18 uh, teams for our program, and kind of rolled from there. And uh, I'm going to be going back for my second year here. I think we start up in about a month's time, so in the middle of recruiting process and working a bunch of camps and clinics down here in Sioux Falls and private lessons and whatnot and staying busy around the rink and it's been it's been a good transition it's been fun and it's been really awesome teaching teaching the kids the game and it's, it's a fun age group so I've really enjoyed it. How big is hockey down in <clears throat> South Dakota? Yeah you know it's uh you wouldn't you really wouldn't think it, it, it's that big but it, I mean they have a um, high school program and all that stuff here and whatnot and they have the the Sioux Falls Stampede here, who uh, um, helped uh, help hockey grow in, in, in the community here, uh, they're part of the USHL, which is which is a really really good league. And we have a uh, um, we also have our tier one program here, and they have also another a tier two program that they run uh, here in 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 the state of South Dakota. And Sioux Falls is kind of one of the one of the hotbeds of the state for for hockey, obviously being the most populous city in the state, but. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a lot bigger than you would think, and we're trying to grow the game here, and uh, we got we got a pretty good, pretty great tier one program that we got going. We got a good thing going on here, so it's been it's been really fun watching players come through our program. Okay, for those who are listening and don't understand like tier one, tier two, can you explain like the American version compared to yeah, what so, it is so, in Canada? So, yeah, back home, let's just say from where I'm from, uh, you got. You got uh, Manitoba Triple Image League, which is the best 15, 16, 17 year olds. So they all get pulled together, and that's considered U18. Um, so down here, they have you have a U14, U15, which means 15 only, and you have a U16, and you have a U18. So they get that extra year of eligibility. And when you say U15, that means you're born in a certain year. So this coming season, our uh, 15 U team would be 06 birth years only. Okay, if that makes sense, and then our o, our eighteen new team would be o three and o four birthdays, so seventeen and eighteen years old, and and then um yeah, kind of the kids that don't really uh, make the tier tier one jump, they kind of get grouped into the tier two program, and they go through all the USA hockey things and compete compete in the national tournament as well. So the tier two would that be considered like double A? Uh, I would probably consider it double A. Yeah, it's, it's just for the most part considered tier tier one and two and obviously they got each state has different high school um high school uh leagues and, and tiers and classifications obviously so i mean a lot of times we're battling with high school uh high school kids from let's say minnesota or surrounding states try to get them pluck them out of high school to make the jump to tier one to try to further advance their their hockey careers in a sense okay we'll go back to your playing days when you played college yep. hockey yeah um I was always interested and curious about like the caliber of play. Was there a big difference between new sports and D3? So between like you'd say uh, hockey back in Damj where I made the jump from. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, play- I would say, um, yeah, I'd say there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of players that play junior in Canada that um, don't, don't make it to, to D1 for, let's just say for whatever reason, stuff happens along those lines. And the D3 road is actually a really great road. And there's a lot of, a lot of guys that go there and have success and continue playing and developing in those four years. And it's a little bit of a shorter, shorter schedule. I think you're going to get 20, um, late 20, early 30s, 30 amount of games in a season, but it's still, uh, it's, it's great for the development. And uh, if, you get, if you go to a good program and, and a really good team, 
then you can have the opportunity to have a pretty good year. Um, one year I went down in 12-13, Adrian, Michigan. Had a, we had a really good team, actually. We made a tournament and lost in the quarterfinals. I had a really good year. Um, <clears throat> was an All-American. D3 led the uh, D3 record year as well. Um, and it was a good experience. And uh, I made a choice after that to come back home and play University of Manitoba. And at the time, I had the red shirt because they had that rule where if you play D3 and you go back to Canada, you have to sit out a year so. Kind of had the red shirt for a year and then did that and played three years CIS uh, back home in Manitoba, which is also really, really good hockey. And yeah, that's kind of the route I took. And then for, for three years, I played pro in the, in the East Coast Hockey League. So it was, it was a pretty fun ride. You mentioned the East Coast. What was your yeah. favorite town that you played in? Played in? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was only there for a quick stint when I was in Orlando, but that's a really, really nice city. But uh, I spent a lot of my time in, in Wichita and Rapid City, and um, I mean, those aren't anything. Uh, it, it was it was fun, fun times when I was there, and kind of cherish some moments I was there, and had some, had some good memories from playing pro, and um, yeah, definitely helped helped shape me into the man I am today. So uh, I have no regrets with anything in my career, or anything like that. So um, just kind of took took it in day by day, and. And now I'm just trying to teach teach kids the uh, same things that I learned along the way and trying to make them better, make make them into better hockey players to get going where they want to go with hockey. You mentioned Orlando, and that team, the Solar Bears, was coached by former Maple Leaf defenseman Drake Barahowski. How was he as a coach? Yeah, he, Drake Drake's still there. Uh, he's he's a good he's a uh, pretty uh, demanding coach. He demands a lot of, out of you, and uh, practices are pretty up tempo and high pace, and expects a lot a lot from his teams. And um, he's having a lot of success over in Orlando, so he's a pretty fun guy to play for. He kind of appreciated the hard nosed gritty gritty style in a sense, and obviously loved the skilled guys as well too. But um, he was uh, <clears throat> he was fun to play for. <clears throat> Your second stint with Wichita. Uh, you played yeah. for Bruce Ramsey. He like yeah, I, when I, I grew up, he yeah. was like the fan favorite. He would crash and bang. He would fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rammer, uh, how was Rammer, he? Rammer was a hard nosed guy. He appreciated the the style. He really appreciated the style that I played. Uh, the boys, the boys loved playing hard for Rammer, and he was still there. He actually had a really good season. His coach of the year. So uh, congrats to him on that. Um, yeah, he's from Northern Ontario. He's a Northern Ontario boy too, and he was uh, he was definitely pretty tough. And he's been through been through a couple scraps in his days, and uh, he could throw down with the best of them. So uh, he definitely appreciated the guys that could stick up for their teammates and and play the game as well as stick up for their teammates. You were known to getting a few tussles here and there. What do you think about the downfall of fighting in hockey? It's been going down for a number of years now, and it's not really like a major, major role now in hockey. Like, what do you I, think about that? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think you still need some guys that can, that can kind of set the tone and kind of be um, the sheriffs out there in a sense, if you will. So just kind of get, get um, protect your teammates in a sense, but you still got to be able to play. If you look at uh, some, some, some of the tough guys in the NHL, like we're going to just one of those sweet cops and you still got to be able to get up and down the ice and be a skill player and be, um, <clears throat> Help help your team try to win games. Otherwise, you're not gonna, um, you're not maybe not gonna last at, at the highest levels. But uh, I know I know in the, in the lower lower pro levels that it's still a big part of the game, and those guys still have a prominent role, and they play a big part of uh, upsetting the tone at times, and and just kind of patrolling patrolling the game with patrolling within the realms of the game. So I think I think I don't 
think there's a problem with fighting in hockey. I think sometimes it needs to be settled out, settled on, settled between, um, <clears throat> settled the scores in a sense, if you if, to call it that term. But um, obviously, if there's a big head, if it's, it's a little dirty, then some, then one team's going to get upset and kind of something's got to be be uh, be done within the code of the game. So uh, I think I think fighting definitely still has a purpose in hockey, and I would uh, yeah, that's my stance on that. Francis Askamu's tournament's coming up. Are you going to be yeah, playing yeah, in that? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm. Uh, I'm hoping to head back home here in, in the next couple of weeks. I've actually been skating and training down here in Sioux Falls. Um, <clears throat> Noel Needham has a has a good group. There's a bunch of junior college D1 guys that I'll skate here like a couple times a week, so I get out and skate with them. And been pretty lucky and fortunate with that. So I've been getting a lot of reps in that way. So, uh, yeah, I will. <clears throat> be heading heading to play there, so that should be a really really fun tourney. Um, <clears throat> not gonna not gonna release who I'm playing for, <laughs> but yeah, kind of kind of still figuring that one out. But <laughs> um, no, it should be fun. Uh, usually usually go with the same team, so um, should be a really fun tournament. We'll see, and it's uh, some big money on the line, so there's gonna be some really really good Aboriginal players there. It's looking pretty good for with the COVID rules there in Saskatchewan. So hoping that it's uh, an event that gets to go in and get get back in. It's been a while. Yeah, it's uh, how do you think it's the body's gonna feel after a couple of games of body contact? Oh, yeah, well, there, I was gonna say, I'm gonna pray for a lot of those teams that if they stay stay healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind of a weekend. I mean, if you look at it, I think two years ago when we went all the way to the finals with the with Cross Lake Island, and we I think we played seven games by the time you get through it, and that's that's a lot, and it's three on the final day, too, so it's it's a grind, and yeah, it's uh. You're gonna have to definitely take care of the body stretching and all that stuff, and I'm sure the boys will have some extra remedies to help them uh, get through the weekend. Did you play when they lost in overtime to West Wanapee? Yeah, I did. I was one of the imports, and we uh, we actually hit the crossbar in overtime in the three on three, and then they went down and they scored literally like ten seconds after. So a little bit of heartbreak in 2019, but uh, hope, hoping we'll, uh, we'll hoping 2021 is a little bit better. Well, the 2020 version extended because of COVID, but yeah, hopefully it was a little bit better here. So looking forward to it. With the rest attorneys, when they're in full swing, who was your favorite player to play with or against? Yeah, there's uh, there's some there's some really good players that come to mind, and uh, obviously um, with today yeah, there's a, a little bit of a tragedy over in, in Norway House uh, First Nation, and uh, my buddy Brent Wilson uh, passed away last week, and he was laid to rest today up in Norway House. Uh, the boys there helped, had a funeral for him, so I would have to obviously go with him. Um, he played against him, played with him. Uh, he was a hell of a hell of a player. Um, he would always be, if you're playing against him, he'd be in your ear, you know, chirping you, getting in your ear. And then, you know, after the game, <clears throat> he'd be laughing about it and go, potentially even go have a beer. So, yeah, that's, uh, it was really, really tough day for a lot of uh, a lot of my friends and family back home. And uh, I feel for the Norhouse Bruins organization and all the boys um, there. Um, and yeah, it's been, that was a really, really tough day to swallow. So I have to say Brent, Brent Wilson, uh, he was, he was an awesome player and, gonna miss him so i want to make sure that paid paid my respects to him yeah he was a very good player every time he came to kenora i'd love to i'd love watching him play because he was one of those guys you love to play to have on your team but you would hate to play against hate because, to play against yeah, yeah sure. he was yeah, a lot of people a lot of people are gonna miss willie so 
it's way too bad it happened. And yeah, that that's was a very, very sad day for sure. Yeah, that's very fortunate. How about let's talk about? I think it was maybe eight years ago. Remember when we played in that Goodwill team? How yeah, stacked which, was, which that team team? was that what team? It was. Oh, uh, yeah, I do remember that. We had a big. What were we called? Uh, big we no. We, we had we were big, grassy? big grassy Braves. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That was was that 2014. That was like eight years Earth. ago. Because yeah, that was the last time I played in that tourney. Mm. Yeah, we did have a good team. I was just so, looking at the pictures. You have the picture. You should, yeah, you should send me. Like, probably, I think Nate Breer was on there. Yeah, was Nate was there. there. You are in there. Ryan Pearson was there. Carson Dubchuck, Tim Cavanaugh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. AJ Tucker, that. Marlon Gardner, Timmy yeah. Steed. Oh yeah, I do. We were pretty stacked with that old tourney. I think we. What year? What year was that? 2000, 2012, maybe? No, I think it was 2012. I think it was like 14 or... Really? I think it was like 14, yeah, because I remember I went with a couple of guys from Manitoba the next year in like 2015, and we lost. And then we went back the year after with the Bruins guys, with like Brett, uh, Wilson and Miles oh, yeah. Stevens and those guys, and we won. So I remember it might have been 2014. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's probably 2014. <laughs> yeah, you have to send me those pictures. That's awesome. How how like we had those big orange jerseys? Yeah, how fun do you enjoy playing in these tournaments? It's all yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the competitiveness comes out, and you know it's a uh, it's a chance to win some some really good cash actually. So I mean, a lot of the boys take it pretty serious, and it's uh, it's always fun having a good Sunday battle. And sometimes in those double elimination turns, you got to climb the ladder, and make it a little bit more difficult. But um, at the end of the day, it's uh, it always. It always ends up being a fun, fun weekend of, of good Aboriginal hockey, and there's a lot of good players out there. And definitely, really looking forward. To, it's been obviously two years, uh, yeah, two years since Freddie 2019. So it's one of, that was one of the last big tournaments they had here in Canada. So definitely, really looking forward to the next couple of weeks here. Any advice you would give for uh, the young kids that are just starting junior hockey, or they're playing junior hockey and that that want to play college or pro, or they're not sure what they want to do? Yeah, just cherish every day that you get to play the game that you love and, and, and bring the work ethic and, and the dedication. And um, I, I mean, every single day you got to you got to take care of the things that you need to work on in practice. And one of the biggest things is don't, don't don't take practice for granted and always work hard in practice. And whether that's been one of the first ones on the ice, last ones off the ice, those those type of things matter in work ethic and coachability is another big thing, too. And you, you got to be really coachable. And I mean, they have those high paid coaches in, in those leagues that you that you're all playing in for a reason. So those guys know what they're doing and, and you got to kind of help them guide you to, to make it to the next level. And I think it all starts with work ethic, coachability and, and attitude. Those are most things you can control. So that would be my advice. That's great advice. Okay. Before we end this interview, we have the five rapid niche questions. I hope you oh. had time to think of a couple of good answers. All right. Hey. I'm going to put on the spot here. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay. Question number one. Baked or fried bannock? Fried. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? Yes, I have curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? I actually have not seen him live in concert, but uh, so no, I haven't. Winnipeg boy hasn't seen Ernest Munias. <laughs> yeah, Come on. I know. <laughs> I, I think. Know, I've been I've been down here and I've been down here in the states for well too long. So 
I don't think anyone has gotten that question. I think everyone said no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number four. Indian taco or Bannock burger? Bannock burger. And the fifth and last question, can you jig? Me? Uh, No, actually, unfortunately, I cannot. I'm I'm more of an athlete, so I'm trying to either coach or play hockey, so I'll leave the jig into the actual jiggers. All right, Chuck. Thank you for coming on Res Hockey. I'd love to have you on again. Man. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we can chat anytime for sure. Um, love having me on here, and it's really good to, to see what you're doing there with the podcast. And I enjoy listening to uh, to fellow Aboriginal athletes and, and and former pro guys or current pro guys and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's really fun to hear from you, and you're, you're doing great things. And and I appreciate you having me on here t- today. All right. Thanks, Shaq. Uh, good luck in the first of Saskamu. Safe travels and uh, thank you. talk to you again, yeah, for man. Sure. Yeah, it sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Welcome back. That was a good interview with Shaq. Super nice guy. Good hockey player. Mm-hmm. Won a championship together. So if you want to win championship, man. It sounds like you're the man to play with. Freddie's coming along. It's coming yeah. up. Nathan Breer, Nathan Breer asked you to play, you'll win. Yep. Shock asked you to play, you'll win. Exactly. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm good for the warm-up. Maybe the odd shift. Maybe two shifts. I don't know. Fuck, it's body contact, man. I'd fucking just throw the puck away just really fast to see someone coming (laughs) at me. (laughs) And just go against the board so I don't fucking get... Oops, I did swear. See, you swear. Oh, oh. <laughs> and we're and we're live. <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me, my my throat. So was uh, hey? So was phase three open? Did you go? Did did you go to any restaurants? Ooh, no. We just ate at the food court when we went to Saint Vital. And oh. the weird thing is, Paul and I were. I was done eating and she was almost done. And the security lady, she came up to us and said, like, can I see proof of your vaccination, please? Uh, do you guys live together? It's like, we're like done eating our food. Yeah. How come you didn't come out? <laughs> we just sat down. Yeah. We went to the Bruco when, uh, when was that? Last weekend, week before. Uh, friends. Yeah. Last weekend. Yeah, my my uh, friends, Paul, uh, Paul Mack and Heather Austin showed up came down for the weekend it was good to eat with them it was good to, it was just good to be outside in the restaurant it was just like you talk about mental health like it was just good to be outside and socialize like that that was pretty cool i was gonna invite you but i didn't want to i had to drop bush and sue off in bush's truck yeah at night you know what i should have did i should have like every hour i should have got your truck and just drive around the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> like hey bush yeah or just honk the heart, or just play like really stupid music and just bl- turn down your windows, like Hanson, or something like that. You gonna turn down the windows, eh? Turn down the windows, <laughs> roll down. Well, you don't really roll down the windows, no, because they're Mo- you know uh, all I mean? windows are automatic. Yes, yeah. So, okay, I'll roll down the windows and just play like some <laughs> weird music, aqua or something like that. That Barbie girl song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of music, yes, hockey, we need a top five rock bands to listen to before a, a game. 
So, so I got a question to you. Do you back in the, or back in the day last year? Now, do you bring your own iPod and put it in your 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 earphones, or do you um, bring a speaker? To your some dressing? guys, some guys bring a speaker, and some guys, it's a little both, right? Yeah. Bring your own headphones because sometimes you don't like the music that's being played. Like I played in this one tournament, one North American. And like I was one of the oldest guys on, on the team, and all they played was like today's like, no. music. Oh. And I was like, how can you get pumped up about this music? Mm-hmm. Like one mm-hmm. song was Bruno Mars. Like, come oh. on, guys, that was brutal. And I was like, not that we're not taking anything away from Bruno Mars. No, he's, he's a, a good artist. Good yeah, but a, did you watch his uh, Super Bowl performance live? No, I yeah, I just remember the weekend. The, uh, the weekend the, one was the weekend crappy. was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was pretty crappy. Do yeah. they do they lip sync on concerts it, like that? It looks like it, eh? It looks like it. Yeah, but I think when I watched Bruno Mars with Beyonce, I know that I think they were live. Like, so that gives okay. you a there's a chance for you to be a singer. Just See, like Mini, Millie, 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 Vanilli. Yeah, blame it on the rain. Blame it blame on the it rain. On the rain. <laughs> Never mind. Don't quit your job. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, going back to the backwood. Blah blah blah. blah. Back to what we were saying. Res hockey top five rock bands. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Not pop. Not country. Rock and roll. Good old, good old guitar riffs. You know. Well, to be to be honest, this is my list because Bush gave a couple bands names. I was like, no. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for asking you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five, GNR. We can agree on that, but it's not on my list. It's I put it at number five. Mm-hmm. They have some good songs. Welcome to Jungle. Just don't yeah. play November Rain. Don't play November you, Rain. You can't you can't tie escapes up to November Rain or tape your stick. <laughs> number four. <laughs> <laughs> Holy man, I'm never gonna put that down. Never. Never, 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 never. Okay, number four is one of my favorites. Good old Motley Crew. Yep. I have crew on my list. Yep, they're number two. Man, you can, I love watching them live. Like mm-hmm. that uh Carnival of Sin CD, that music CD. I could watch that over and over. That's no. a really good, good well, concert. For me, it's the shout of the devil. The whole everything is great. You just I just pop it up and like, bam. yeah, that's a really Motley Crue's good. Uh, yeah, wild wild side. You can't go wrong with that song in the dressing room. Hopefully, we get to see them next summer because last summer their concert their concert was canceled, and this summer it was canceled. Mm-hmm. So next twenty twenty two. So hope to see them again. Oh, so speaking of crew, one of my number five is uh, Nikki Six. Six AM. If we're going by numbers, they're good. It's a good are band. We, are we going with your list or just my list? Oh no, I figured you thought I'd interject and compare. Uh, you no, know. it's not. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Six AM. Mm. Eh. Okay, mm. that's to, to each their own, just like olives. Okay. Some people like them. Some people don't. You got to go with olives. I fucking hate olives. 
Okay, number three. No. What? 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 Are we on? I th- well, three. Yeah, because four. You said. Uh, oh yeah. Crew. Okay, number three. Three. This is a classic band. It's still one of the best. Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their first two albums were like super good. You got like Iron Man, War yeah. Pig. Mm-hmm. Those are great, great tunes. Very good. Did you ever see Black Sabbath live? No, I didn't. My brother was a big fan of those, that music, Black Sabbath. I remember growing up to all those tunes, Crew, Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, all those, all these great rock bands, just phenomenal tunes. I remember he played them. Well, because he's a, he's a football player back in the day. Yo, yeah. yeah, he's a fucking hardcore football. Yeah, him and him and all the Kuwait and crew. You ask him, you ever ask him about it? He'll say, yeah, he plays football really good. So, I, so to fire up, you know, you need the. There was no really big dancey music, thankfully. It was just rock. You know, I am Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Those are, ooh, got chills thinking about it. We, Paul and I saw Black Sabbath the last time they were in Winnipeg, maybe six years ago. And that mm. was a really good concert. We were on the floor. We were like 26th row, but mm-hmm. it was still good. We had this big niche guy in front of us. He was sitting down the whole night. He was- <laughs> Talking up the whole night. Like, <laughs> was holy. he? You sure it wasn't uh, one of our other loyal listeners? Not to mention any names. <laughs> no, this guy was like three fifty, six four, six five. Holy crap! Sat down the whole night just talking up. <laughs> I bet you if he would have got up and just started walking, he would just fall on his face. <laughs> but that, is that your number three? That ACDC is my number three. Really? Yeah, because my mine's five six a.m. Four is Volbeat. <laughs> Well, we not a fan. Well, I'm I never really heard them. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We went and watched them live a couple of a couple of years ago. Wow, what a performance. Really good. It's a good Danish band. Like counting all the assholes in the room. You ever heard of that song? It's good. Really good. Going. Oh, listen to it. It's pretty good. I, I want to play it ne- next time in the in the dressing room and just look around when that verse comes up. I'm glad I don't <laughs> play on your team. <laughs> oh, you are you are gonna play in my team just for that. Okay, number two for number two, top five rock bands, Metallica. Nope. For number two is like crew f- crew for me. Motley Crew's number two? Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. I don't like your list, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Metallica, awesome band, awesome concert. Last concert was in Winnipeg, 2019. 19. No, 18. No, 18, yeah. They were in Winnipeg, saw Bush. He was yep. all hammered. Gibshkway B. Yep. For our Ojibwe listeners. Yeah, they're awesome. You can't go wrong with Metallica. Nope. You can't. Well, um, that, that's why. Man. What else did they play? Sad But True, Wherever May Roam, Master of Puppets. My favorite Metallica cover song is Whiskey in a Jar. Whiskey in a Jar. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. what I that's a that's a song that I play before bed. Before play bed. That. <laughs> before bed. I did say before bed. Before bed he goes. <laughs> I like on the way to the game, I'll on the way to the game in the car, I'll I'll put that on. Just to fire up because some of our younger list, some of our younger teammates that bring the speakers, they don't play. They don't play that music. So, 
maybe they played before bed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There, there is that. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. Whiskey in a jar before bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then number one, Res Hockey top five rock band. This is Metallica for me. Num- number one. It, it's Metallica for me. But number one was Metallica, not number two. Okay. I had to interrupt. Number one for me is the boys from down under, ACDC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Bush. Okay, what's number one for you then? I thought you were going to say Midnight Oil. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no, number one for me is Metallica. That's why I didn't. It wasn't number two on my list. You don't you, have that's... ACDC on your top five. Yeah, I just said it was number three. Hmm. You, you can't know. go wrong with the uh, ACDC. No, Truck, Hell's Bells. Especially, yeah. Well, or that uh, the iconic, the iconic baseline intro when uh, Who Made Who comes on. The only song I don't like from ACDC is for those. About, about to rock. rock. Yeah, that's the only song that kind of. Eh. But that's, that, everything else is good. That, that like, song's a good gimmick song for the for their concerts, right? I guess good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the finale. Yeah. Brian Johnson or Bon Scott. That's a toughie. I'd go with Bon Scott. I like the Bon Scott. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the Back in Black album was probably. ACDC's best one with yeah. Brian Johnson. So that's a yeah. good song. That's an iconic song. It's one of the trademarks, I think, Back in Black. Oh, yeah, because it was his first uh, mm-hmm. first album with ACDC for Brian Johnson. So yeah. like imagine if Bon Scott was still alive, though. Would ACDC still be as successful today? Mm-hmm. I say yeah. I think they would be definitely, but yeah, I've seen ACDC a number of times, and they—they're—it's always a good show. Mm-hmm. I went to go see them in Fargo, North Dakota. Went with a couple of buddies from Cooch, and we were leaving the concert, and we all lost each other. The three of us. There was a fight in the parking lot. So, of course, he knows me. I would go walk <laughs> towards it. And I remember the guy got knocked out and I had to help him. Like, are you okay? Like, he was knocked out yeah. cold. So, I lost my two other friends. And I started, I was like, oh, I'll just follow the crowd. And I started walking to the head, the street lights. And I met up with another, met, met up with one of the friends. I was like, okay, what do you do? Like, let's go to a bar. We went to a bar. <laughs> yep. We just asked this random guy, he's like, hey, can we go to the bar? Can you drive us to the bar? And he's like, yeah. And we just started smoking up and we <laughs> driving. <laughs> so we went to this bar. It was pretty funny. It's it's only far <laughs> going, yada, yada, yada. That was a yeah. good night. But ACDC always brings out the best of it. everyone. And yep. the third friend that we couldn't find, he was back in the hotel room. Thank you. What What are you doing? Well, she's drinking a beer. Yeah. What was pretty... I saying? Oh, yeah. The third friend. He was back <laughs> at the hotel on Facebook and trying to call us because he was all worried that we were lost. So he was oh. in the hotel room trying to look for us. But 
me and my buddy were at the bar just drinking. I remember <laughs> they were playing Michael Jackson Thriller and everyone was on the dance floor doing that Thriller dance. Doom, 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 doom. They, you, you can't see me, but I'm, I'm doing a Thriller dance. You, you got to do the video part so they can see me. Drinking yeah, well, a beer. Get... <laughs> well, I'll figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my ACDC story for Fargo. Yeah. Another one. Okay, Winnipeg, cool. Winnipeg Stadium, the old which, Winnipeg Stadium. Which tour? The was it the ball breaker tour? No. Okay. The, the one, that the last break. one at the. Where, that Winnipeg was a good Stadium. tour. Um, this we were on the field, and this woman was trying to get into the VIP section. Mm-hmm. The cops were telling her no, and she was pretty drunk already. And, she kicked one of the cops in the nuts. Oh, yes. That'd be fun to see. And the Ooh, other cop for pulled the cop, out his but... taser and tased the shit out of that poor girl. Well, not poor because she fucking kicked yeah. that guy in the nuts, but she got tased the shit right out oh, of him. Oh, I mean, it was so... her pants and just oh, man. see it all over her pants. Like, ugh. <laughs> that was before like phones were really taken off with the good yeah. cameras, but. Yeah, she's got taser and she was just shaking on the ground. <laughs> the cop was like giving it to pretty good. So that was another funny ACDC story. That's cool. We probably shouldn't laugh at that poor woman, but yeah, I know. Well, you don't kick a cop in the nuts because he's telling you no. Good riddance for getting tasered. But yeah, that was pretty funny. So yeah, that, that's our uh, list for Res Hockey Top Five Rock mm-hmm. Bands. Maybe we'll. Uh, Maybe we'll go for songs next, next, at uh, some point, but for top now, 10. yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be a top 10 songs because there's top 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about con- top five country? Should we do top five country? No. No, I like country. No. no. Maybe no. I'll do a country and you'll just listen. I'll just, oh, yeah. Or we should <laughs> do like top, na- top five 90s bands, 80s bands. Oh, oh that'd yeah. be a good one. That'd be a good one. What say, listeners? What say you comment? Yeah, we'd have to do a country one for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Why? Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Country's good, man. I'm. I, yeah, all right. I believe you. Okay, right now, this is ho- non-hockey related. We're going to do a movie review. A movie review? I asked Bush, hi, Bush, what is a good movie to watch? And Bush yeah, well, recommended. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked me that, Trevor, because a good movie to watch is A Quiet Place 1 and then A Quiet Place 2. So Friday, I decided, Paul and I, we watch the first movie, Quiet Place 1. Quiet Place. Yeah. A Quiet Place. And I had the volume up pretty high and there was no words. I was like, is my TV broken? I can't hear <laughs> nothing. So it was, uh, it was, if you like that alien movie, this is a good movie for you, but I'm not really into aliens. Mm. So I gave it two out of five stars on, I told Bush. like it, I gave four and a half. It's an easy four and a half. You four and a half out of five? I'm, well, I, I'm biased because I love the two actors, John Krasinski, not from The Office, but I like him from uh, 13 Hours. That's where he was. Because, the Office, yeah. I couldn't mm-hmm. think, where do I see this guy? And I'd give it two stars. And honestly, Emily Blunt is oh yeah yeah probably, probably my probably my hall pass. She's your hall pass. Yep. 
Is she the one that's gonna boog it all over the <coughs> toilet? I mean, the toilet, the bathtub. <laughs> this crap everywhere. That's her hall pass. No, no, I, I've been a big fan of Emily Blunt in a lot of her movies. One of her, one of my favorite movies with her is she plays a the really snooty stock up person you'll ever watch in a, a Devil Wears Prada. You should watch it just to just oh, to I watch her in it. She was that. Uh, she was in that. What what part was she in? She plays a secretary. She oh, to yeah, the one that got the one that got sick and couldn't go. Yeah, to yeah. So, no, while well, she got sick, she got hit by a cab. Oh, oh yeah, she was the rude and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of I hall was... pass, I'll I'll tell you a story about hall pass. Went to a hockey tournament with this guy. You just got married. He was yeah. You just got married. Like over, a, like he was married a year when we went to a hockey tournament, and his mm-hmm. wife told him, "You could have a hall pass." Oh my God! What was she thinking? But the thing is, like we went out to the bar Saturday night, mm-hmm. and he was standing like across the bar, and this buddy, him and I, we were just watching him the whole night to see what was going to happen nothing happened he couldn't pick up any chicks it was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> he was bragging it bragging about it the whole time mm. like yeah my wife gave me a hall pass i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna accept oh. it. but nothing happened he couldn't pick up in the bar at all That's he talked to maybe one girl that whole night <laughs> it was pretty comical but Bush is drinking his beer. That's the way it sounds like that. So, okay, number two, <laughs> number uh, for a quiet place part two was better. It, yes, it maybe got three stars out of five. It was pretty intense. It was but five out of five. The ending was good though. There's going to be a third. There should movie. be a third one. So wow, yeah, that was alright. So part one, two stars. Part two, did I say part one or part? Oh, part two. Two, three stars. So nah, no, anyway. Another movie that I watched last week, which maybe gets one star out of five, is this new Space Jam with LeBron James. That's what I've been hearing. It's just That's not, not really... good. Mm-hmm. The one with Michael Jordan was way better. Well, because it had Bill Murray as oh, well. Yeah, Bill Murray, and it and had Newman. Newman, yep. <laughs> That's what made that movie is Newman and yeah. Well, so yeah. Don't watch it. Well, watch it with your kids if you want, but yeah. for a guy like Bush, don't watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Bush does have kids, but <laughs> yeah. I got older kids. Older kids. All right. Okay, now another what? another non-hockey thing. Non-hockey thing. Yes, non-hockey. So, yeah. What do you think about Cleveland changing their name from the Indians to the Guardians? Uh, they could have went with a, with a different one, but the Guardian, it's, you know, people got to realize that, you know, it's, they shouldn't mock the mas- the mo- mascot like that because a lot of them are you know, derogatory. Like, Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to Blackhawks then? But there are exceptions. The Blackhawk is, uh, is a synonymous. It's a, it, it invokes a feeling of power, I think. Almost- but the, the owner that, original owner of the Blackhawks named the Blackhawks because it was, his platoon name in World War II. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Chicago will flip if they ever have to change their name. I know. Or they get just called Chicago Hawks, you know, and just change the logo. Do you think yeah. they'll change the logo? 
I uh, see there's one that's like the North Dakota. Yeah. I I don't think they should have changed that. They shouldn't have changed it. That was such a nice logo. The and fighting still, suit? Yeah. That's a, that's a good that that's a the, some it just invokes power. I I don't know. Yeah, it's honoring. Right, it's right, a, it's it was a nice logo and still when we went to a game in uh Grand Forks maybe 3 years ago and people would yeah. still uh, chant sue after they score. So they're not yeah. they didn't that spirit's still there and they should have kept yeah. that in North Dakota. Absolutely. I think same they should Portland Winterhawks, they changed the logo. It was pretty much the same logo as the Blackhawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like well, you got I, Florida State Seminoles, they won't that's a nice another nice logo. And yeah. Know? Like I didn't have a problem. Like the only problem I had is when I went to a Minnesota Wild game and Chicago was playing. A guy was wearing a headdress. I mean, that's the See only that, problem I, not... I, that I have. Like, be respectful. We're not nah. fucking, there you go, swearing again. We're not mascots. And please respect our culture. And Yeah. So that's the only problem. I almost went up to the guy and said something to him. But I had to bite my tongue on that yeah. one because it was pretty upsetting for him to wear a headdress. Mm-hmm. Just be respectful and don't be a they don't, they don't know the meaning of the headdress, which makes it even worse. They just they just wear it just to wear it, right? It's part of a fucking costume, right? Yeah, but the Guardians, Cleveland Guardians is pretty weak. I don't Let's go Guardians. Let's go. Yeah. But at least they got rid of Chief Yahoo. Yeah. So that was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty embarrassing. But yeah, they could have made a better name other than Guardians. Yeah. So... Yeah, you almost done your beer. It's almost time to go. Yes, it's almost time to go. <laughs> this weekend we're gonna go maybe Facebook Live because Bush and I are playing in an old timers tournament. Yes, we are. So we will be playing against each other, so mm-hmm. we'll have uh we'll we'll have we'll figure it out. A friendly wager, or we'll figure something out and see. Well, maybe some kind of project. I don't know who's gonna. <laughs> Hashtag. We're gonna do a new ha- hashtag. Yeah. And guess who will win? Will my team win or Bush's team win? Shift for shift. Who will win when when, when I'm the same shift of Trevor or when you know? Well, well, will my shift score when Trevor's defending or will or will Trevor or, or, or will Trevor not score or trouble? Did I say trouble or treble? Trouble. He's, so, already, he's already intimidated and caught uh, trouble. <laughs> so he's scared guys. He's scared. or or will Trevor's forward shift score while I'm defending my goalie? See, there's that. So yeah, let us know who's who do you think is going to win, Trevor's mm-hmm. team or Bush's team? Prediction, people. Prediction. Predictions. Hmm. And before we go, don't forget we have woman tank tops for sale yes we yes have a couple t-shirts left the hoodies went fast they sold within a day so yeah that's super good we're going to be getting hats hopefully we'll be getting hats soon hopefully but if not we will be getting hats at some point so thank you everyone for uh supporting us in, supporting us and tuning in for episode number nine we'll be back next week so have a good week uh, on with episode 10 <laughs> <laughs> I think they can, I think they can count there, Bush. <laughs> so have a good week. Have a good long weekend, and we will see you next week. Next week. Peace. Peace out, homie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Stop.